You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Thanks for listening to another episode of Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey. On the show today, I've got one of my very good, one of my best friends, uh, Nicholas Smith. I'm just stoked. Yeah? Yeah, and we're super excited. Good. Always good to see you, Nicholas. It's always good to be here. So. We got a show Thursday. Yeah. yeah Thursday. Let's just, yeah, let's just fucking talk about let's it. Talk let's just about talk it. right about it. <clears throat> Get right in the face of everyone right now. Yes. Thursday, April 21st, you're going to want to come down to Sandy Station for five bucks. You can't get, beat it. Five you bucks. You can't beat it. Five bucks. You get to see uh, pretty much the two independent shows of Salt Lake Yeah. mashed up. Once again. Is there Once second again. Time? Hopefully for a bigger Second audience. annual. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh so we're taking elements of Dungeons and Comedy that I run with my partner Aaron Orlovitz, and combining it with Jason Harvey's comedy and other opinions. So how it's gonna work is Aaron and Jason will host the show. I'm gonna dungeon master the Dungeons and Comedy session, and so they'll open up. We do the role play session. Joining us will be Jordan Macon. Dustin Hagen, Eileen Dobbins, and uh, headlining will be uh, Greg Kite, the angriest CPA uh, <laughs> I've ever met in my life. And then uh, after the, the role play segment's done, then they'll come up one by one, do their stand-up, and then Jason and, uh, and Aaron will uh, go into the opinions portion mm-hmm. and ask their opinions on a bunch of inane and insipid things. There's going to be interruptions. It's going to be just one giant mashup of a show. It's going to be fun. Five bucks, 8 p.m., Sandy Station, Thursday, April 21st. You guys are definitely going to want to be there. Uh, last year was a lot of fun. Uh, Natasha Maurer, Jackson Banks, Abby, and Christopher Stevenson mm-hmm. were all on the show. Uh, it was a blast. I'm really looking forward to this show, too. Like, I, I love every... You know, all of the comics on the show are really, really funny. Uh, I think... It's going to end up being a really funny D&D session with oh, yeah. those, those four personalities. I can't wait to see what you've got cooked up. You, uh, did you D&D'd the last session. I did. Also. It's the exact, right. same, exact same thing. Yeah. It's just how it felt Fell, on yeah, our rotation. Up. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, it doesn't... Either way, you guys both, when you Dungeon Master uh, that, that show, it's, I've had a blast because I've, I've played under both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you did the first year anniversary uh-huh. show at Mom's. Where Aaron, yep, where he, that was where Aaron DM, he was yeah, DM. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he tried to get all like uh, feminist on me, like making me seem like a fucking asshole because I picked the lock of that one lady. And then, do you remember this? Yeah, I do. Where I she do. was, so we got taken captive into a dungeon that was supposed to be like a consensual dungeon. Yeah, consensual sex dungeon. <laughs> and this lady was tied up, and I was a thief character. And so I just started picking the locks, and then she got super angry and like wanted to kill me. And I was like, it's a, com- it's a compulsion. I can't help it. If I see a lock, I have to pick it. 
And everyone was like, well, and she does know that that is a real disorder. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's she understanding. understanding of yeah. that. She thought you were you know, trying to rescue the ma- the maiden. The maiden, yeah. And the damsel in distress. She like, wasn't having no, any no, of that. no, no, no. I just can't not pick locks. <laughs> Some people pick scabs. I pick locks. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, that was that was fantastic. And then and then Dustin Hagen was playing the gnome. Uh, um. Oh man. Naturist character, God, I that can't. could turn into a horse. Yeah, but he was because he was a gnome. He had because the... Eileen actually made a picture. She did. <laughs> yeah, she did of him as yeah. a, as, a, as a horse and me riding. Yes. on him because that's how it went down in the storyline. Jay Whitaker, me, Dustin, and Levi. Levi, yeah, yeah. I was that was fantastic. It was a fun show. And we went long on that one because it was the anniversary, anniversary. but it was worth it. It was a lot oh, of yeah. fun. Um, I don't know. I, I it's fun. It's been fun watching uh, watching you run this show, and uh, it's been fun watching people catch on to the magic that your show is. Honestly, yeah. that how unique it is and fun. Yeah, I'm glad it's taken off. I'm glad it's been a success. I had no idea what would happen. I had no idea it would last this long. Um, and particularly after we lost Muse Music for a while, when they were yeah. trying to figure out where they what they were gonna do and where they were gonna relocate to, and, and their new location's awesome. Oh yeah, it's great. I really like it, and it still has that same vibe of the old place. Um, you know, feels very artsy and but bigger, bigger, stagier. Mm-hmm. Definitely <laughs> stagier. Green roomier. Yeah, green roomier. Yep. Stage entranceier. Mm-hmm. They really up their game. Yeah. It's a nice. It, it's like what? Not even like three, two blocks, three blocks from where it was. Yeah, it's moved from University Avenue over to Center Street. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're great location. Oh yeah, thank you, Dar- Yeah, thank you, Darcy Roy. You're our hero. Yay! And Debbie, Debbie Phillips. I don't know if I've ever met Debbie, but thank you. The venue is awesome. I remember when uh, Christian Piper and Greg Orm were running a show at the older, or like yeah, the old venue. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I did that show a couple times. It was before the Debbie and Darcy took it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember Lamar was on one of those once. I think Mark Kellywood. Yeah, it was a fun show. I really like Christian and Greg both. I'm glad they get. I'm glad they're both in different places. Yeah. Let them able to kind of move on and stretch their wings. And... Yeah, well, and they're in set. I mean, they're both. I mean, they're still great friends, and they both live in different places. So it's gonna be good for both of them. Yeah. So. That's fantastic. So Christian, Greg, we miss you, but you guys are the best. Um, so April twenty first, Thursday, April twenty first, Sandy Station, eight p.m. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. What could you what else could you get for five dollars? Taco Bell diarrhea. That's, That's right. what you could get is diarrhea from Taco Bell. <laughs> yep. Just come out, have fun. Um And you get booze at Sandy Station. Booze you don't get at Sandy that at Taco Station. Bell. You do not get that at Taco Bell. So come out. And you know what the food at Sandy Station's really good. 
Mm-hmm. I really like the grilled cheese. Yeah, I love the grilled cheese. Love putting Add, bacon and tomato on it. See, I, I tell them throw some turkey on that. Oh, you man. put some turkey on that grilled cheese. Okay. I want, need to sleep tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. Could you feed that turkey melatonin? <laughs> then kill it. Then give it to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's the turkey I want to eat. And then, then I want a NyQuil chaser. Yeah. Could you give it a NyQuil enema? <laughs> NyQuil enema. Well, it's melatonin. Yeah. And then a, a Benadryl rub. Fed a Benadryl rub. A strict... A strict melatonin... <laughs> turkey diet. Yeah, you need <laughs> could you give it some fat? turkey... To make it an even uh, dozier. I mainly, no, don't give it turkey. Give it a Thanksgiving dinner before we kill it. Yeah. Potatoes. But heavy on green. the melatonin. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. NyQuil enema. Yep. Like Benadryl you said, a rub. Benadryl rub. Dry Benadryl rub. Dry Benadryl rub. And then and put then it on a grilled cheese sandwich. Just, yeah, put that on a grilled cheese sandwich at Sunny Station. I'm having such a good time. I need to sleep tonight. I need to eat. <laughs> and I have to come down from this I high. I gotta come down from this high from being at Sandy Station and <laughs> laughing at Dungeons and Comedy and other opinions. Hell yeah. You're gonna be so worked up. You're gonna need all of those sedatives. Jordan Macon. Jordan Macon. Dustin Macon. Eileen Dobbins. And Headliner. 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 Grimmite. With host Jason Orvey, Aaron Orlovitz, and your dungeon master, Nicholas Dawn Smith. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, Sandy Station this Thursday. Come out. There will be blood from dice. Sharp dice. Ever stepped on a four sided dice? I was just going to say the D4 is treacherous. It is. Uh and then some of those V8s. Magic missiles and... <laughs> <laughs> what is it, a 1D4 plus 1? A yeah. magic missile damage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, when we played D&D on Stupid Questions a year ago... Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my friends who, who listens to the show... Hey, Rob, if you're listening, thank you. You're the best. He's, uh, he's one of the guys that I played D&D with all growing up. He still plays... He was just telling uh-huh. me that his kid now is old enough that they're playing a campaign with his son. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <clears throat> but uh, he was just like, we made Natasha roll when we fought the the menstruation. Yeah, the menstruation demon. monster is yeah. just full of blood clots with yeah. like this chitinous uh, blood clot armor. <laughs> Your descriptions are so, so Oh my God, it's so good. So you could find uh, the secret to the female orgasm. Oh, that's vibrator. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> not, uh, not the clit, right? It's <laughs> it's the it's the vibrator. Oh, speaking of clits, I just have to now that it's been now that it's organically come up. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of clits, I really know how to work them, dude. <laughs> no, uh, 
I'm just fucking kidding. Ever take a I guitar don't. pick to a clit talking <clears throat> about crazy orgasms? What you do if you want to know how to how to work a clit is you take bass lessons <laughs> when you're 14. You goddamn right. And you don't think about pussy for years. Yep, yep. And then you go, oh, wait one second. I was Mr. Miyagiing this shit <laughs> years right. ago. That's fucking right. Oh, my God. Yep, in that plat more than one practice. When I was language. learning the, the, mo- the, the instrument of the most unladen. <laughs> yep. Uh, so... Anyway, you were clits, speaking yeah. Clits. So uh, at work today, so mm-hmm. because we sell body jewelry where I work, I'm not going to mention. Yeah. Uh, my place of employment, I I'm probably I already have on here, but it doesn't matter. I just uh, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but we sell body jewelry, and so this woman came in and to this like timid gay like gay kid that I work with who he's like 22 maybe uh-huh. just super into video games just like a cool cool kid but she comes right up to him and she's like uh do you have any genital piercings <laughs> <laughs> so so she, he had to then go oh she's not asking if I personally have some. <laughs> <laughs> she's asking if we have some for her and he goes I don't know I don't I don't know what that is <laughs> and she's like like for my clit whispered clit to him and it was like the creepiest thing I've ever like usually like clit's just kind of like a kind of gross word but if you whisper it Clit. Clit. It's oh, dude, it's gonna like give me the creep goosebumps like a ghost was whispering it in my ear. Like, hey, what is the secret? That clit. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I don't know. It was just funny, and then we got into a conversation at work because she was like, "Yeah, it's kind of like a belly button, belly button ring. Like it's shaped kind of like that because it has to be curved." I got you. And I was like, "Yeah, guys, it, it's basically like." uh like an eyebrow piercing, how it's curved a little bit. And I was like, like, picture this. And then I tipped, I should not have done this at work, but I tipped my head down and pinched my eyebrow and pulled it down and was like, like, you know, it's curved. <laughs> like I'm made a vagina out of my eyebrow. Uh, you're, you're, you're dedicated to... I'm a debt. Well, this was to my employees to help them okay. better sell stuff, I guess. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, You're you're a good boss. You're a good boss. Making sure they have the training they need, product knowledge that they Hey, when talking about clip piercings, pinch your own eyebrow and bend (laughs) it down. (laughs) Get on the customer's clip level. (laughs) I'm the worst fuck. (laughs) Obviously, I'm... (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, so fucking funny. We'll got to make sure that we're accommodating our customers' clitoral needs. <laughs> um, do you have any genital piercings? <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, I, I don't. Uh, no, like, do you guys sell any? Like, I don't think, I don't know what that is. I. Nah, was it, was she, was like, she we just at... barely started carrying, like, nipple yeah. piercings. Oh, speaking of, also today... To one of our like newer guys, uh, this girl's like, 
I just don't know if this is the right size. She was like buying nipple <laughs> piercings, right? And this kid, this guy's helping her, and she's like, like peeking in her shirt while he's standing at the case, like <laughs> feeling awkward as hell, you know. But uh, and she's like, yeah, I just don't know if I just showed you them. Could you just tell me if it's like the right thing? And he's like, uh, I just don't think that would be appropriate for me to do. And I was like, <laughs> right answer, right answer. But if she asks about a clit piercing, <laughs> pinch your eyebrow and pinch bend your down. eyebrow. And bur- oh man, pinch your eyebrow and bend down to clit level. <laughs> you know what you need. You know what you need. Uh, is like, um, you know, uh, like little, uh, exit, like, like, uh, like moldings of like clitorises, you know, and be like, okay, which size, which size do you fit into? And like, and then like a wall of nipples so that they could like, like, how you know, hold are, it up how, to the, like how close to... Like clip, clip mannequins and clip mannequins. If I can if I can get away with oh shit, that's cranking cranking up there. Oh. Uh because we just we just took it up. We, we just we we're just getting uh, excited the levels. About yeah, we are leveling out talking about clip mannequins. <laughs> clip mannequins. God, that's a fun like two words to say, you know, like my orphan funeral yeah. show. Like clip mannequins. Clip mannequins. It almost sounds like if it were one word. Clip mannequin. Clip mannequins. Oh man, there was nothing we could do. The clip mannequins came in and they <laughs> overtook us. <laughs> Stole all they, the just, piercings. They uh, they uh, spared nothing. No women, children, nothing. <laughs> the clip mannequins are ruthless. <laughs> Destroyed our crops. <laughs> Prayed to their clip mannequin gods. <laughs> the heathen pagan clip mannequin gods. And we have been in a drought ever since. <laughs> dry, talking to dry. I grow my beard just to have some moisture <laughs> on my face. <laughs> just to feel soft. <laughs> and if I cry, <laughs> I my beard whiskers capture the moisture and then I can I can suck it out of my beard. <laughs> if I cry, it's just powder. <laughs> you know that shit that you wipe out of your eyes in the morning? That's what I cry. It's so goddamn dry. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that's the gr- I cry eye boogers. Oh. Just like they roll down like a tumbleweed. <laughs> you couldn't have facial hair if you cried. Uh-uh. Eye boogers. Be a mess. Uh, he would be like, uh, "What were you eating?" It's just like I was crying. I just cry so damn much <laughs> these days. Hard times. Hard done. The clip mannequins <laughs> took over. <laughs> took, they took my boy. Then <laughs> put him in the mines. Told me if I ever tried coming looking for him, they'd kill me in front of, or they'd kill him in front of me. <laughs> clip mannequin got no soul. <laughs> you can't trust a clip mannequin. <laughs> Only good clip mannequins are dead clip mannequins. <laughs> I say kill them all, but God sort of man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. So guys, and uh, only one of us is high. <laughs> 
and it wasn't the one who came up with clip mannequins. <laughs> nope. Now, you uh, don't do any, like, bullshit clip-on genital piercing jewelry. Like, this is, it's not this, like... That you could just, like, maybe I'm into this. Maybe I'm into this, clip it on. Can you dabble in <laughs> genital piercings before you go full in? Can I just check out what it's like to have a Jacob's Ladder before I go full on? Yeah, let's spike my dick up. <laughs> I want to make my dick look like it's a fan of the Sex Pistols. Without any actual piercing, it's like the like the uh, the funny uh, Arrowhead hat. You put oh on. my god! You just put it on your. Oh, dick. it comes up from underneath, though. Yeah. <laughs> god, dude, I really want to make those for dicks. <laughs> Like a little tiny toothpick arrow yeah. through, like a, like if you just had that for like all dick sizes, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all dick head sizes. Yep, B- body piercing gag. Joy. Yeah. Oh my god, General dude, that would be joy. so funny to just have. I would want, like, that's how dick pics become fun again. Yes. Is you have to accessorize your dick. <laughs> the arrow, the arrow <laughs> through the head. Yep. The, um, the the funny face the you know, tux the, oh yeah it has like a wearing a tuxedo mm-hmm. punk rock <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I like, one of those uh, World War One German helmets with the spikes oh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh my god dude that honestly like I might welcome dick pics then yeah oh yeah. Like I make them silly. Yeah, yeah, that that's funny. <sighs> they 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 could be tolerable then. I've always told people that if you want, if you want to like it, this all started honestly on Tim Drake's podcast. I just started talking about this, where it's just like, oh my god, like if if girls are like, why do I keep getting unsolicited pictures of dicks? All they have to do is find out who their congressman is, <laughs> who whoever they are. And send them dick pics. Oh, I got another one. Here's another one. Here it is. Dude, they can't... People... Because if old white dudes that are, like, homophobic have to... Whether they're homophobic or not, they have to pretend they are. Like, oh, it's gross. (laughs) A dick. (laughs) I mean, I have one. I see it. But another one? Another person's dick? (laughs) I mean, I watch it in porno and stuff like that. But, I mean... Dicks are gross. <laughs> so gross. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, if you just send up to those guys, yeah, they'll like laws will be passed and they'll be like, no, that's lewd behavior. Mm. You can start being charged for that. Yeah. I bet, honest to God, if you started doing it to senators and people like that, like dick pick, yep, it would immediately become like, yeah, you can't fucking do this. Unsolicited, yeah. If you send any unsolicited nude, blah blah blah, it's. It's a crime. Yeah. So let's let's sum this up. Dungeons and comedy and other opinions. Genital piercings. Clit. Clemanicans. Clemanicans. <laughs> um, what else do we what else do we talk about? D and D. D. Right. So <clears throat> Oh, you were going to tell me a story. Yeah, yes. so ultimately... Okay. Let's hear this story. Ultimately... This is what... We'll, we'll end on this yeah. on this great story. So ultimately, Dungeons & Dragons, you know, dad's all, all blamed on my brother, who's like seven and a half years older than I am. And uh, 
he got into Dungeons & Dragons and he bought his first books in high school from a, a long-haired blonde metalhead. And uh, his, his, his uh, D&D books that he bought from that guy, uh, they, they smelled weird. And I later realized, oh, they smelled like weed. <laughs> Which Was is it from hanging out with me and Natasha that you figured that out? Uh, just comedians in general. Just comedians. <laughs> And, uh... Just the, just the good folks. No, it was, uh, when I got into high school, I knew a couple of potheads, and so I yeah. learned what the smell was. I'm like, oh! Anyway, so my brother, you know, devoured all the rules and everything, and he started leading some of his friends on Dungeons & Dragons Adventures Mormon household. So he started, uh, um, taking aspects of Mormon theology and, uh putting it into his adventures. So clerics uh, were giving priesthood blessings to heal <laughs> the the injured warriors and, uh, you know, raising the square to to frighten off evil and the, and the undead. How old was your brother? He was like 16. Oh, okay, that's and, funny. And, uh, and resurrections, you know. And so by mom... I guess heard what he was doing with the, the clerics and was very offended and very scandalized that, that he would be taking something so sacred, so sacred, <laughs> so sacred. And, uh, and that and, just makes me think of when uh, Matt Knudsen was out here. Yeah, and he went to the temple and he was like, "It's not secret. It's sacred." Yeah, that's right. It's not secret. It's sacred. It's sacred. So she she put a stop to that. I was like he 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 can use magic like if it's in the context of magic, that's all right. But he can't no more priesthood blessings, <laughs> square and uh, you know resurrections in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You know that all that all had to end. It's too bad because I think it added a layer of authenticity to. Oh, because he was he was incorporating what his beliefs. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Into it. Yeah. Yep. Which absolutely. is and that's a cleric thing. Do you know what? I, I, did you read any of the Dragonlance books? No. Okay. No. See the Chronicle, the Dragonlance Chronicles, which uh, Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss wrote, which are fun. They're just good. Good. I mean, three hundred pages each. It's it's like just perfect for you know like high school 12 to yeah like 12 anyone like 12 to yeah junior high to high school simple i i think i like them better than the lord of the rings books the lord of the rings were too campy for me Mm. these ones just get right into it and get going but it was all based off of their D D adventures awesome so there is just cool um one of the characters racelin who's a mage He's a red-robed mage, and then he later becomes evil. Evil. Oh. And he's awesome. And his brother, he gives up his health. His health, like, to become the most powerful mage. That's his whole story. It's his, when he, when it came time to take the test. Yeah. That's what he gave up. He thirsted for power over health. And so he, like, coughs, will have coughing fits until he'll, like, cough up blood. And he's just really frail. His... His skin's gold flecked. Just like he has hourglass eyes. Like he just, but he always has his robes pulled up over his face. 
and he has a twin brother who's a just a strong ass warrior, big dude, like an eighteen. Mm-hmm. I believe his strength is an eighteen. <clears throat> and then Raceland's like the complete opposite, but he, Karaman, his brother, feels that it's his duty to make sure that he's taken care of, and he's such a good-hearted person, but his brother is evil. Like, mm. evil and just thirsting for power, but he's such an interesting character. There's a whole book series of just those two, and, like, Karaman's quest to eventually, where he's like, I've got to stop him. Like, I have to stop my brother. Like, I, he can't continue doing this. Yeah. And it's, it's, those books are really good, but the Raceland's character in those books, like, like, because it's just like, oh yeah, there's just this point where it's almost like, all right, we're all even, now I can go and do my own thing. Cool. Like, I took care of, I, uh, you guys took care of me, I'm taking care of you now, we're even, we're good. Let's part ways. And it's just like, ooh, that is, that dude is powerful. Like, he, I believe in the world of Corinne in this timeline, he becomes the most powerful wizard ever. Damn. I'll have to check those out. Yeah, they're good. They're good. So we just super nerded out <laughs> for everyone who's just like, are they fucking talking about Dragonlance? <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Yeah. Has he know. ever been late? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how passionate he was about those books? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. well, thanks, dude, for coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be awesome. You want to you wanna plug anything? Um, uh, you know what? So yeah, let's, actually. Let's do, so let's plug, let's plug this. If anyone in the Ogden area listening, uh, April 22nd, the loft is going to be doing comedy up there again and that room is it's awesome i love it one of my favorite rooms to do like comedy in it's a cozy little black box theater basically yeah uh it's upstairs above the ziegfeld theater it's just the loft at the ziegfeld it's if you walk up to the ziegfeld which formerly was the children's theater on washington and about 40th yeah um I used to buy D and D books and comic books there. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That was in that, that same awesome. room. It was awesome. Yeah. That was so that's perfect. why I was like, "Oh man, the fact that you guys have done dungeons and comedy there, it's like, yes, yeah, oh, that, that needed was... to happen." It did. But uh, yeah, it's a fun, fun room. Five bucks. It's gonna be me, Nicholas, and Amara Ames. Yeah. And so definitely come check that out. Amara is originally from Brigham City area. Yeah. So she should have some good friends up there. I lived in Ogden for a long time, and I love that place. So, hey, Ogden friends, come out. Do April it. 22nd, 8 p.m. at the Loft. Five bucks. Uh, everyone in Salt Lake and uh, South Salt Lake and North Utah County, Northern Utah County. <laughs> if you live in Spanish Fork or America, oh, American Fork's pretty far north, I guess. Yeah. If you live in Provo or Spanish Fork, you stay home. (laughs) Show isn't for you. Springville, stay home. Stay home. Don't don't even be a smart-ass, Nephi, because you're way too damn far away. That's too far. That's way too far. Scipio, suck a dick. Mm -mm. 
Payson? Uh-uh. Way, way, way too far. St. George, you're being an asshole. Don't even bring, bring it up. Bring it up. Las Vegas, go have fun. There's so much to do there. <laughs> Don't come to our show, Las Vegas. You stay the fuck away from us, Vegas. Stay the fuck away from this show, Las Vegas. Yeah, there's comics out there you should be going to see. Go see them. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, April 21st, come out to com- Dungeons and Comedy and Other Opinions. Uh, I love I love saying that. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Dungeons and Comedy and Other Opinions. Uh, Jordan Macon, Dustin Hagen, Eileen Dobbins, Greg Kite, Aaron Orlovitz, Nicholas Don Smith, Jason Harvey, me, that's who uh, I am. In case you didn't know, and you've been just listening to this podcast with my name in it, and you're like, who is this annoying, nasally, throaty voice dude <laughs> who has been yelling about clit jewelry <laughs> and comedy? Uh, clit jewelry and comedy. My new album. <laughs> but uh, anyway, come out to the show, 8 p.m., $5.00. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to plug? Uh, yeah. And then uh, Friday, May 27th, Provo, Muse Music, second anniversary, uh, birthday explosion celebration, Dungeons and Comedy, two years of that, celebrating my birthday, four years of me doing comedy, and Aaron's birthday. So come out to that. May... Friday, May 27th. Friday, May 27th. Muse Music? Muse Music Muse Provo. Music Provo. Doors open at 8. Show starts at 8. 35 bucks. Definitely want to be there, guys. Uh, don't miss that. Um, also, a uh, good friend of the show is coming into town. Derek Sheen will be uh, back in town and in Ogden at the Funkin' Dive on April 28th. Awesome. It's a free show, so... Ogden, don't miss. Don't miss it. Derek is amazing. Derek is so fantastic that the very next day, he will be opening up for Brian Posehn at Wise Guys. At the Gateway. At the Gateway. So, go see uh, go see that show. Nicholas is going to one of the shows on yeah. Friday. Yeah, Natasha that. and I are going to the... Are you going to the late show? I'm going to the Friday late show. 9.30. So, I'm going to the Saturday Late Show with Natasha. So, uh, but go see Brian Posehn when he's here. Uh, Derek, one of our good friends, I've had him on. He's a beautiful man. On this podcast, and I've also had him on the the last episode of uh, Sketch Sandwich, actually, that Natasha and I recorded was with, with Derek Sheen, and it's hilarious. You should go and definitely listen to that. But uh, he'll be in town. Don't miss him there. And then on... May 2nd, he'll be in Kean's Garage. Nice. So he'll be back in town May 2nd in Salt Lake to actually do a show in Kean's Garage. We're going to do a barbecue. We'll be selling like hot dogs and hamburgers basically as a donation to help for guests. Yep. So uh, definitely yeah. check that out. Um, Nicholas, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on. It was a blast. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Um, hope you have a wonderful week and come to the show Thursday. Come to the show Thursday. Come to the show Thursday. Damn come you, Clint Mannequins! Thursday.